Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. So welcome along to the Rocky Road Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Byrne, and today I am joined by two people with great insight into the successful Olympic boxing games for Ireland. Adam Nolan, 2012 Olympian, and Lynn O'Shea, former member of the Irish women's boxing team. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Uh, Adam, as a member of Vanguard Shiacana, I'm sure you've got experience of post-mortems, autopsies, but... This isn't one. This is a celebration because Kelly Harrington has gotten over the line. Gold medal for Ireland. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, couldn't happen to a nicer person. I think leaving leaving boxing aside, I think people were so happy for her because she, she's such a bubbly person and such a likable person that people, I suppose, that, that, that don't come from a boxing background are look at boxing. We were all, they were all glued to it. Because they got to see the real Kelly Harrington over the last couple of weeks and just a down to earth, salt of the earth person. And I don't tweet a whole lot. I know you're active on social media, Kev, but I've just tweeted a little bit about Kelly and, um, how happy I was for her. And I think I was, you know, echoing the, the, the thoughts and the opinions of everyone. She just it couldn't happen to a nicer person. And I think we're, we're, we're all, all chuffed for her. Absolutely all chuffed for her. Yeah, how are your immediate uh, emotions following Kelly Harrington's gold medal win, Lynn? Uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. I was, we were dancing around the sitting room on Sunday morning, you know, when, when our hand was raised. And it was kind of, at the end of the, the first round, it was kind of nail-biting stuff, you know what I mean? We were, we were kind of like, oh, I can't believe there's three gone against her. You know, I thought she was after winning the first round. But um, I can remember when her hand got raised at the end and I ran over to my husband and I said to Vinny, I said, would you say there's anybody out on the street? And he goes, hop on at six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was that kind of a win. You know, it was brilliant. Yeah, it felt like that. Um, Was it ever in doubt at any stage during the tournament? Did you think that, you know, maybe this won't go her way or did you feel that she was, I felt she was growing into it really well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, when I saw the draw and I was kind of like, okay, her nemesis from Finland, she's at the other side, you know, and I was thinking to myself, it would be a fantastic final for the two of them and Kelly to get the one up on Moira, you know, but um, it ended up two world champions and the ranks number one for the Olympics in the final. So it couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah. 
Adam, you've been part of a very successful Irish boxing team at the Olympic Games. Did, did it bring back memories watching um, the success that Kelly and Aidan Walsh had? Yeah, it sure did. It's hard to believe that it's nine years ago now, but I probably didn't appreciate it at the time. And um, looking back on it now, it was a great, I suppose, a great achievement. That I suppose Kelly and the other boxers have said they're in their own little bubble. They're kept away from the media and the papers and the radio and the TV. So they don't really know how big it is back home. Um, I got to see it a little bit because there was so many from Ireland travelled over to London. And it was it was great to be part of. Obviously, it would have been brilliant for myself and Darren O'Neill to, to top it off by winning medals. But retrospectively, looking back on it, to win four medals, um, it was absolutely brilliant. And just walking out in the XL Arena, in front of 12,000 people and all, all cheering you on, you know, you're, you're thinking this, this is absolutely brilliant. This is where every amateur boxer wants to be. But at the same time, I was walking out thinking to myself, how in God's name did I end up here? You know, with the nerves and the adrenaline. But looking back on it now, it's only as the years are going by, I do really appreciate being part of such a successful team. And I have to say, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, we, we, uh, and you get you got to win a fight at the Olympic Games as well, which is something you have forever. Yeah, Billy Walsh. Uh, Billy Walsh often slagged me. He said, you're only the second Wexford man to box in the Olympics. I hold the mantle of being the first Wexford man. So I always stick it back to him and say, yeah, but I'm the first Wexford man to win a fight at the Olympics. <laughs> so, <laughs> But um, yeah, look, it, it was nice to win a fight. And you look at Brendan Irvine, he's, he's two-time Olympian. Uh He's joined that elite group of of becoming a two time Olympian, and I've no doubt he, he he can qualify for Paris as well. But it just goes to show that sometimes um, the look of the draw can 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 be a major help. He got beaten in in Rio by the the eventual gold medalist, and he got beaten in in Tokyo by the eventual silver medalist. So um, Hopefully he can qualify for Paris in three years' time and 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 and, and he can rectify that. And I've no doubt he, he he can. He's definitely good enough and he's young enough to qualify for another Olympics. Yeah, I, I guess watching the uh, the games this summer, my the biggest nerves I had for Kelly Harrington was will she just be able to get up and running? Because we know when she gets up and running, she's a tournament boxer and she has the style to beat anybody. But would someone just maybe get in on top of her and maybe would it go wrong at the start? But Lynn, as we saw. She got out of the blocks. She got an okay draw. She got out of the blocks and she had a victory. Like, because it didn't quite work out for Aoife O'Rourke or, uh, or Michaela Walsh. They got really rough draws and they were one and done, unfortunately. That's it. Like, um, Michaela was really, really hard done by, you know. Uh, first fight, she got in there. She was after boxing that girl in her last fight, the Italian, you know, in the qualifiers. So I know Michaela would have been gunning to go and get that one back off her again, but it just wasn't to be, you know. And again, I know Michaela is already mad looking forward to the next three years to make it. And she has a Commonwealth Games then next year as well. So he's got everything will go our way there as well, you know. Yeah, I'd say the only person in, you know, in Tokyo who knew her better than Testa was her brother Aiden Walsh. And unfortunately, she just got the, and, and Aoife O'Rourke as well, like a word for her, because Chinese, uh, her opponent got to the final and, you know, was was close in the final. And I, I had a work as a bit of a dark horse with a good draw. She could have done really well, you know, surprised a few people got to the medal stages, but just unfortunately wasn't to be. She left it all out there. 
And again, Eva is very, very young and she's very new to the game as well. Like I think she's only boxing about five or six years. She's already picked up a European gold medal. You know, that's really unheard of in the first couple of years for an elite to come along and just bounce into that weight category and pick up a gold, you know. But getting drawn against the Chinese girl and the Chinese girl was tough. But Aoife is just as tough. So she don't mind taking a punch to come back and give three or four punches. So with more training, what would she be like in three years' time, you know? She'd probably be hopefully competing for a medal in, in Paris, you know? Yeah, you'd hope so, all right. And Adam, one of your successors in the welterweight category, Aidan Walsh, he's kind of, I suppose he's a bit of a project boxer because there's been debate in Ireland whether or not he's the, he's the best welterweight, I guess, because there's been other candidates. There's been Paddy Donovan, who's since left to the pros. There's Kira Malloy, who's kind of, he's been senior champion and he's been, he's had his ups and downs as well. But they put the high performance unit, put their fate in Aiden Walsh. It's kind of different the way that you came through because you were in that kind of welterweight hothouse of you had to really fight to get to the top. You were kind of in against Joyce and Donnelly and Willie McLaughlin and some of the fights were nights for the ages in the stadium and you rose to the top that way. But Walsh's descent was slightly different. He was plucked and he, like he justified it. He was brilliant out there in uh, in Tokyo and he was it's just unfortunate we didn't get to see him against Pat McCormick because Going in zero against three against McCormick, all the pressure was off him. Uh, he, he wasn't expected to win at all. Um, the pressure was on McCormick to keep that winning record going. And we've seen that work against fighters going into the Olympic Games. Like we saw with John Joe Nevin against Luke Campbell, Darren Sutherland against James DeGale. If you have a winning record against a the guy, they, they often have a way of turning it around at the Olympic Games. Absolutely. And I, it's the first time where I, I, I actually said it for the sister. I said, I said maybe I retired a little bit premature because looking at a couple of the senior senior championships after after I retired, I said, you know what, she's probably still good enough to compete until Aidan Walsh came along. I said, my God, I would hate the boxing. He, he's he's so elusive. He loads a ring craft, and um, he was picked on merit. I I think just from speaking to a couple of the guys in the high performance, I think he was coming out on top. Uh, in, in the sparring with other welterweights, um, mainly uh, Kieran Malloy, and the high performance coaches put their faith in him, and um, they proved to be right. I think looking at the draw from the seven boxers, we got a nightmare of a draw as a, as 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 a whole. And I I said from the outset, if we come away with two medals, we'll be doing well because some of the draws were very very tough, but. Aidan Walsh is young. He's 23, 24. I think he's going to grow uh, in confidence. I I believe had had he been fit for the semi-final, it was it was a freak accident that happened. I know some people are saying, "What was he doing?" I would have done the same thing. I would have jumped up and down if I got if I'd have won a, a bronze medal at the Olympic Games. He could have done that a hundred times over, and he would have been fine. It was a freak accident. I think he would have caused Pat McCormick problems. It's a great way to go in, whether it's boxing, GAA. It's always a great way to win as underdog with no pressure. You're in bonus territory. You have a medal around your neck and all you're trying to do is change the color. Pat McCormick had beaten him three times. Pat McCormick was pre-tournament favorite. And when I saw the draw, I had a little flutter on Aiden Walsh. It started 45 to 1. And uh, I was sick to see him not being able to fight that fight. But I think he would have caused problems for Pat McCormick. Um, but look at it, it's, it's 
it didn't materialise that way but I, I, I think he's going to grow in strength and confidence and obviously with the world's running a couple of months away he'll be looking at, at backing up his Olympic medal now with a world medal in, in, in only a couple of months and I, I've no doubt he can I, I think he's going to grow in strength and I, I don't know if there's a welterweight in Ireland that's, that's going to challenge him, challenge him in the next year or two and that's been honest with you yeah, I suppose hopefully he's fit enough to go to the Worlds because it's only a couple of months down the line. Um, but you don't see him turning professional. Uh, obviously, there will be professional promoters looking for some of the Irish team and we can speak about that later in the show. But Aidan Walsh in particular, you say, I think he's suited to the uh, to the amateur game. Yeah, I think he's suited to the amateur game. I think he's, he's your typical amateur fighter. As I said, loads of ring craft, hit and not get hit. Um, he's youth on his side. He'll only be 26, 27 from Paris. Um, so I, I, I think he'll definitely, definitely hang around. Obviously, he's a, he's a major medal around his neck now. He's going to be, he's going to be granted by the, by the, by the sports council. So financially, it would, 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 uh, it would make sense for him to stay there as well. So I, 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 I've no doubt he's going to hang around. Yep. Yeah. Lynn, any flutters during the Olympic Games? Like Adam was unlucky there, but any yourself? I had a look for a few of them, but they wouldn't let me put them, you know, a couple of, Euro on one, two, and three to come in. So uh, I actually didn't, and I hate losing money. So breaks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Right> my heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, I, Adam, you'd be interested to know that Aiden Walsh was ten to one with some people to win a medal. That was maybe the bet. I, I, I said to my father, who doesn't, who doesn't, who doesn't really gamble. I'd have a flutter every now and again. But when I saw Aiden Walsh to win gold, forty-five to one. On the Paddy Power, you could only back to win gold online. But if you physically went into the bookies to put money on over the counter, they were giving you 10 to 1 for Aiden Walsh to back a medal. So that, that, that kind of was, that's what really sickened me. That yeah. I, I would have backed him for a medal, but on the Paddy Power account, you could only back for gold medal only. As Lean said, you couldn't back each way. So look, it was only a day or two afterwards I realized that you could actually go in and back yeah. a boxer to win a medal. Yeah. So I was disgusted with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, sure. Like uh, I'm sure. The, I'm sure. Just watching, uh, watching the lads do, doing well was uh, glory enough. Yeah. Lynn, what did you think of Kelly Harrington's performance? I had a little bit of everything. She beat Southpaw. She beat Orthodox, and she got better as the tournament went on. That's it. Like her, she was able to adapt, and I don't think until she got into the semi-final that she upped her game. She only raised the bar a little bit and showed a little bit extra at each fight. And then when she got into the final, she just, she upped her game. She was in, you know, she was in fifth gear and she was just fantastic. And uh, it it just showed like, and I, I, I think there's another little bit, another spark left in her as well in case she needs it. You know, I'd say she still has a few little bits and bobs hidden in the bag there for us. Yeah, I remember so I was on the radio, a different show last week saying, I think 50% performance in her first two fights brought it up to 80 in the uh, in the semi-final and needed to hit nearly 100 to win the final. And I kind of think that's the way she did it. And like you say, she probably just did have a little bit extra to go as well, but she did enough to win the fight. And I suppose losing the, fir- like losing the first round became one of the themes of the Olympics. You do not lose the first round um, because we saw the way a lot of the scoring went. But Kelly loses the first round 3-2. And you're kind of wondering... Is uh, how bad is this for her chances? But I suppose she was if she was assisted by the fact that Ferreira is a come forward fighter, and Ferreira's not the sort who goes, "Oh, I won the first round. I'll just be a bit cuter now. I'll just step back." She was always going to keep walking forward, and she always was going to give Kelly Harrington opportunities to implement her game plan. That's it, and, and she nearly couldn't miss with that backhand. You know, she was just fainting with the lead hand and bringing her onto the backhand, and Kelly was up on her toes as well, moving left, moving right, and as 
she was coming forward. She was getting picked off, you know, and then Kelly was stepping in with her own shots. And it was just, it was second round was just uh, punch perfect for us. You know, it was just, I watched the replay again on Sunday night just because, and I'm still biting my nails watching the first round. I was like, oh, Jesus, is she going to win it again? <laughs> you know, but it was brilliant. But you have to remember, Kelly's first fight that she boxed against, uh, was it, who she boxed in the first? Was it Italian? Italian? Yeah, Italian. yeah, she boxed Italian in the first. She was waiting there a week to box, and mm. the Italian was already after boxing. So you could imagine the nerve, you know, trying to settle the nerves and that, and everybody else was up and running before Kelly got in. So she was the last person to box. So it, um, when she had that out of the way in the first round, again, the nerves settled again, and, and, and away she went. So it was just, it was just, but the final was unbelievable. It was just class. Did you, did either of you shed tears as she, as the, uh, as Aura Naveen was played and, Kelly uh, was overcome with emotion herself. It was brilliant to watch, wasn't it? It just shows how much pride Kelly has. And I've been away with Kelly a good few times. And, you know, you can see, you know, she just, she's so patriotic, loves Ireland and everything, you know. And it just means the world to her to listen to that. And it's for her. Yeah. Uh, Take us back there because, like, Adam, you, um, You've seen women's boxing take a rise because you were a club mate of Katie Taylor's. You, you were there for the pressure of 2012. You, you were in the arena in 2012 and she won the gold medal, but you saw a lot of the hard yards that went in beforehand to now. What's your what's your assessment of the journey to now? Yeah, look at uh, Katie was a, the, the, the poster girl, you know, um, for, 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 for women's boxing in, in Ireland. And I was reading an article there in the paper yesterday saying that you know Kelly's club had only one toilet, but we we, we were we were no different in 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 Bray Boxing Club. You know, we'd go down to the the to um to the pub down the road if we needed to use a toilet. So it was it it was it was a great environment to train in. You know, okay, the facilities mightn't have been great, but I think once the atmosphere is good and the coaches are believing you and they put in the work, um, that's 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 all that matters. But you know, to, to jump from one female boxer in Rio to three in Tokyo. And it's only going to get, it's, it's only going to get bigger and better in Ireland because of Kelly Harrington, because of Katie Taylor. Not so long ago, you go to a club in, in any club, the length and breadth of Ireland. Fair share of boxing clubs didn't have little girls or, or teenage girls or women boxing. It was on her of. And that's not that's 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 not that long ago, but because of because of Kelly and Katie, you know, it's the norm now for young girls to go through through the doors of a boxing club because they want to be the next Katie and Kelly. And I, I just I think it's great. I think people from the outside looking in are, you know, surprised that 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 Kelly is 32, but she's been She's been waiting in the long grass for quite some time. She's had to bide her time. She's had to so she's had to show perseverance and resilience. Um, and it's only since 2016, since Katie kind of went pro, that 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 Kelly has flourished and has, has won four or five major medals. And um, I, I I think it's great. I think women's boxing in Ireland is is here to stay, and it's only go going to go from strength to strength because mm. of because of Katie and Kelly. Now, Lynn, you were part of uh, the international team alongside Kelly Harrington. And back then, there was almost a feeling that there was kind of two Irish women's boxings. So there was there was the team that you were on alongside Kelly Harrington and a number of others. And then there was the kind of Katie Taylor, almost one-woman band, because she was sparring in the high performance with, with the men. 
she had Pete Taylor and she was going off to the major tournaments and, you know, winning goals. But there was a whole other kind of crop there that were sparring alongside each other. And you were kind of doing your own thing for a while. Like, when did you first meet Kelly, Kelly Harrington? I met Kelly when in the Harringay Box Cup back in 2010. Uh, Katie was with us as well. We were over for Team Monster at the time. So that would have been my first trip away. But it was then every Saturday, then we would have been training up in Dublin. And, it was, you know, it was we were promised the earth, the moon and the stars. We were going to championships. We were going to have internationals against this team and that team. We were going to have everybody wait. It was all good, but there was no funding there. There was only funding for the three Olympic weights, which was uh, Sinead Kavanagh at 75, Katie at 60, and there was a toss-up between uh, Kira Smith and Katie Rowland at 51. So it was kind of left the rest of us. We were in limbo. We were training, and we were training every Saturday and on this Irish team, but we weren't sure whether we were going to get picked to go away or not. So I remember the Europeans in 2011, and we were training in Dundalk week in, week out. So I was three hours in the car coming up, two sessions, three hours in the car coming back. It was coming out of my pocket and out of the club's pocket to send me up there. And two weeks before the Europeans, we still didn't know whether we were going away or not, you know, because the funding wasn't there. So it was, uh, it was, it was a tough old road, you know what I mean? Yeah, hard times. That takes a lot of resilience to keep coming back uh, from. And I'm sure there was a lot of fighters who did walk away back then. There would have been, but a lot of us still, we wanted to win. We, we were hungry to win. It didn't matter. We, yeah, we weren't the Katie Taylors that were going, going, getting sent to these championships, picking up goals, but we were still, we were told, come to train and come to train and are you going to get, you won't make the team. So we were still going every week. And then on top of things, I would have been working uh, three shifts, you know, so I would have been in on night shift on Sunday night and given up my whole weekend to go up to Dundalk and train. And not knowing what was the outcome of it. But still, because I love boxing and I want to box, we still done it every week. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And that's where kind of, I guess, 
that's the long game where a champ, an Olympic champion has been made because Kelly Harrington was part of that, wasn't she? And you're, you're, you're putting in a lot of work and often for very little reward. But I guess there, there was a big camaraderie built among all you, all that team, wasn't there? And all that group that you're all still quite close. That's it. Like, uh, when Kelly won, it was kind of like a little reward for everybody that done it. You know, it, it felt, I think it felt special to me, especially because there was so much heartache got in at the start that we got knocked so many times. So I remember 2012 when the World Championships were on, hoping to go away to the World Championships in two weeks beforehand. No, you're not going. There's no funding. Even though your name was on the list to go, but we didn't have funding to go. And it just, it breaks your heart. But yeah, when you see Kelly win like that, it just goes, do you know what? It's all worth it now. At least one of us has gotten that medal that we all strive to achieve for, you know? Yeah. And was... I mean, would it be fair if it was Kelly the best of you back then or just she was in the pack with the rest of you or how did you see it? I don't think any... I know I wouldn't have said, oh, oh you're the best box, you're the best box. We were all on our own little level, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to compete with somebody. Kelly would have been boxing 64 kilos. I'm 48 kilos. Yeah. I wouldn't have been saying, oh, you're... I'll spare you. Come on, let's go, let's go. <laughs> you know, we were all on our own little path, like. Yeah, but what what sort of a person is she? A different person to she was back then. Has there been a maturing process, or how's uh, how's she changed as a person in the last few years? I don't think she's changed in herself really. But you know, what was she like back then, a decade ago? She's still probably she's still the same person. You know, maybe matured a little bit and not as mad as what she was. But uh, yeah, definitely one hundred percent matured. Matured in the ring, probably matured outside of the ring as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. What do you think she should do next, Adam? Like, would she, should she stay amateur? Uh, if there's professional offers there for big money, should she consider those? Or, you know, what, what, what would your initial thoughts be? Yeah, it's hard to know. It's easy for me to say or anyone on the outside, you know, looking in. I'd like to see her stay amateur. You know, I know she's, unlike the rest of her teammates, I suppose she hasn't that much you know, time on her side, she's, she's, she's 32, but you look at Myra Potkinen, who won a bronze medal at 40. Um, so Kelly doesn't take too much heart. She's not battle hardened. Uh, okay. She, she maybe some miles on the clock, but she, she, she's still a fresh boxer. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't take too much heart to her punishment. I'd like to see her stay on and defend her title in, 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 in Paris. If, you know, if some of the, the promoters come in and offer a, a big sign on, on fee, it would be it would be hard to resist. But I think now she's going to be financially somewhat snug with 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 endorsements from 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 different companies if she's going to stay amateur from a top grant from the from the sports council, which I'm sure they will they will promise her for the next three years. So I'd like to see her stay amateur. Um but it's hard to know. I, I have a feeling she's going to, I have a feeling she'll stay amateur. I think if, if she turns pro, you know, companies in Ireland will, probably will not endorse her because she's a professional athlete. It's the same extent for, whereas if she stays, remains a, an, an amateur fighter looking to gain or looking to, 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 to go to, to Paris in three years' time, I think people will financially back her and help her do that. Well, for the, for the sake of debate, Lynn, I put it to you that she's complete, she's completed boxing, uh, amateur boxing. So she's, she's, Joined three clubs out there in Tokyo. She's joined the first club she joined is Olympic gold medalists. Or no, the first club she joined is people who have the full set of major medals. So Michael Conlon, 
John Dronevin, Katie Taylor, and now Kelly Harrington have medals at the Europeans, Worlds, and Olympics. The second club she joined is Olympic gold medalists, Michael Carruth, Katie Taylor, and Kelly Harrington. And the third club is people who have the full set of gold medals, you know, world championships, Olympic Games, and Europeans. And that's just Katie Taylor and Kelly Harrington. So she's she's completed the sport. There's nothing left for her to achieve. And I put it to you that she should, t- you know, take a professional contract if there's a good one going. What do you think? Nah, I wouldn't dream. I'm not, you know what? I think Kelly would be better suited to stay amateur. She gets to stay in Dublin. Well, she's training out in Abbottstown. She can come home after training sessions. She can chill out. And then she can go back to Abbottstown at four o'clock for more training. And then she's back home again. If she goes pro and she decides, okay, I can't find somebody in Ireland that's going to train me. She's got to move away. So she's away from her family. And Kelly is a home bird. You know, whatever, better going away to championships for two weeks or three weeks. She gets to come home, you know. So I I definitely think she'll stay amateur. I hope she does anyway. I prefer to yeah. see her. Wait. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know what she's going to do. She, I'm sure she'll speak on it soon. But I'd say first, she's going to take a big, long holiday. Well deserved. And uh, think about her future. I really hope that one day she, even if she, even if she retires, right? Let's say she's she's done everything. She said it's been a long road, elongated Tokyo Olympics. I'm going to take a year or two off. Let someone else, because Amy Broadhurst is there waiting in the wings to do the Paris cycle, and who knows what sort of promises have been made in the background? Like, oh, I'll step aside after Tokyo if you. We we have no idea, but I I really hope one day she is utilized by the IABA as a way of kind of for basically for working within the system to promote the sport and to get kind of kids involved because there's no better person to do it to connect with people. She's obviously ran lots of sparring tournaments in Ireland for, for women's boxing. Cause she's, she's a real front runner, Lynn, isn't she in promoting women's boxing and boxing. So that's, whole. that's it. Like, because uh, way before she even got sent away to the world championships, she was organizing sparring sessions up in her club, you know, and she was doing it through Facebook and, you know, anybody, any, give me your weight, send them on and we'll try and match you up and we'll get, and she's trying to get uh, people to sponsor, you know, a bit of luncheon and stuff like that. Like, so, she was already trying to promote women's boxing before she was even full-time in high-performance training. So she kind of knows what she's doing. And I really, really do think that the IABA needs to get more women that have been in the past working with the likes of Zora and, and you know, the high-performance or whatever on the Irish squad that are still working in their clubs. I really do think they need to get more women involved up there in Dublin because you can see it from other teams there's more women that are standing in the corners or helping out in the background and there's not enough. We need more, I think. Yeah. Because I think we have, there are, there is a lot of knowledge out there between the women. I don't think, maybe they're not confident enough or what, but we definitely need to see a few more women's faces up there. Lynn, are you officially retired from fighting? When did you have your last fight? A few years now? A few years now. But saying that, I did put my name down to Boxing the Elite this year, even though I'm now 40. But I said it to myself years ago that when I hit 40, I was going to go for it one last time. And then they were cancelled in January. So (laughs) we see whether they run by the end of the year or not. And I think Adam should come back for one last year as well. (laughs) Go for it. Well, we've seen, you know, Mike Tyson coming back. So why not? It's never too late. That's it, yeah. Would either of you have amb- ambitions to kind of work with, you know, national boxers like Lynn? Would you have ambitions to maybe work with the young females of, of of Ireland? You know, get them to the stage that Katie Taylor and now Kelly Harrington has reached. I'd love to. I'd love to help out up with the the youths and the juniors because I see them, you know, in different clubs and that as well, and they have so much. They have so much ability, and the thing about some of the girls is they want to learn. 
So when you're showing them something, they're all ears and they want to try it. You know what I mean? And I'd love to be able to help out. Like, because again, I've learned a lot. I have everything written down over the years in a notebook. So I know, you know, so I don't get anything wrong. And I just absorbed everything that I learned so that I can pass it on to everybody else. Very good. Adam, have you much involvement in boxing at the minute? Hurling's the big thing now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, 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 I do miss it. It's hard to fill the void. You know, it's, I would have come from a GA background as well as a boxing background. And I packed in the, the hurling for eight or nine years to concentrate on the boxing. And then um, I'm back doing a little bit of hurling with my, my local club, Owler to Ballock. And, um, but long term, I'd like to give something back to the local boxing club, the Ballock Boxing Club here uh, in the village of the Ballock. It's probably the only rural boxing club in County Wexford. So I'd like to give something back to, to the Ballock Boxing Club. Uh, that's where I learned my trade as a as a as a as a seven or eight year old with 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 my father as the coach and and, and Martin O'Connor. So long term, when I when I hang up the hurl, I definitely like to to get involved with the Ballock Boxing Club. After that, I'm not sure, but uh, Lynn was just saying, you know, I should should put the gloves back on. The guards roped me in to box um, against a Cork selection down in Cork about two years ago. And uh, the place was hopping. And I was warming up and I was thinking, here I am. I've won a couple of senior elite titles. I've boxed in the Olympic Games. What am I doing? I'm going <laughs> to get in against a guy from Ryland Boxing Club in Cork. He's going to try and knock my block off. I've nothing to gain out of it. I'm expected to win. If I win, I, I win. If I lose, they're, they're saying, my God, how did that happen? But um, I hadn't boxed in two or three years at this stage. And... <laughs> we were propping each other up in the last round we were kind of hugging <laughs> each other in the last round but uh, after that the gloves are definitely have to be hung up for good <laughs> uh, fair but you're, you're obviously you are, you've been working on, on the front line as a member of Angarda Shea for the last 18 months during the kind of COVID crisis and is it an extra dollop of happiness to see a fellow frontline worker like Kelly Harrington who did so much for so many people during the pandemic you know ascending to the summit here yeah, absolutely. And uh, she made no 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 bones about it. She she's she's publicized that about the, the people in, in Vincent's hospital and the camaraderie and the support that she got from 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 the staff and also the patients, you know, by you know, putting on little boxer side or little shadow boxing sessions and that. And she's she's adamant that she's gonna go back to work. But she's been very, very busy over the last uh, number of months as well. Um, since the start of this pandemic and I can relate to her I was just I was working and maybe playing a little bit of GEA she was working and training at an elite level so she was around the clock for 15 or 16 months so so hats off to her um, in, in that regard yeah it's absolutely brilliant to see fair play what, what do you what do you think about the prospects for Paris in, for males and females do you think um, Ireland can improve on two medals and how did they go about it to both of you I suppose I think they, they, I think they will because they have a lot more up and coming youths and juniors at the moment, you know. And again, you, we still have Amy Broadhurst. We have Neve Early that can come through as well. That's in the girls, you know. We've got more in the boys, but we really Dana, need to Dana get Dana Morehouse, a similar way Dana to yourself. Yeah. She's tremendous. Yeah. She needs to be brought back in somehow because she's she's an Olympic medalist in waiting. I hope. That's it. Yeah. If. If they could keep her to 51 kilos, because that's the lowest weight, but they box at 48 kilos. So to bring her up and to get her, you know, but at the moment, boxing is kind of dead. We're the last sport to get back, and it's very, very hard to try to keep 
every everybody focused for for nothing at the moment. You know, there's no competition to that. So if we can get boxing back, we're on the road then to Tokyo, and let's not hope we're left behind because of what's happened over the last eighteen months. Yeah, because it's really suffering with clubs not being able to train indoors, isn't it? Like other like Adam there going out scoring ten points a game for Euler to Bala is one thing, but uh, the boxers having to train outdoors will only get them so far, and not being able to get abroad for big tournaments, it's 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 pretty bad. Like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna do us any favors in the long run. But at the moment, like we're still like last year for 2020, I think indoors we spent eight weeks in the club, and I think about. In August, there was probably about two weeks where we were allowed to contact spar. And the contact spar was very, very minimal. We could only spend 12 minutes with a boxer in the ring and they had to be out. You know, so the, the regulations are very, very strict towards our contact sport. Now we're still at the moment where we're still at no contact sport and it's 2021. So we really, really need to get back to, to contact and letting the boys and the girls get in and spar and, and enjoy what they've missed over the last year and a half. Lads, I'll give you the give just a final word for just a word for Kelly Harrington. If she could listen to you now, what would you say? <laughs> go on, Adam, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, I, 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 I think it's I think it's great. As I said at the start of the interview, I think she's just such a likable person. Um this medal won't change her, you know, and that's 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 the great thing about her. It's not going to change her. She'll still be the same old Kelly Harrington. She'll always be up for the crack and the fun and a great people person. And Lynn alluded to it there, you know. I, I think it, I think it's 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 paramount that we keep her. Let her box for 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 as long as she wants, but let the let the IABA, I think it's 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 very important that we employ a, uh, employ a lady like uh, Kelly Harrington. She's once in a lifetime, and I think she would um she would be a great asset to have in a coaching capacity in the high performance for young boys and young girls. So absolutely, I think that's 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 a no-brainer down the line. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree fully. Uh, Lynn, what about yourself? What was the question? Um, the question was, if you like as a final thought, if you if you got to speak to Kelly Harrington, what would you say? What would you tell her about you know your experience of watching her win gold medal? I think uh, she managed to teach everybody in Ireland a tiny little bit of Swahili, and that was Akuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> it means no worries. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, thanks a million for joining us today on the Rocky Road for that little uh, Olympic reflection. It was a pleasure to hear from both of you, and uh, good luck in the comebacks. <laughs> thanks very much, Kevin. <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Thanks, guys. Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary 
not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.